Welcome to the Recovery Hour podcast, where we choose to recover out loud by sharing our personal stories of inspiration, hope, and triumph. Together, we can end the stigma and shame typically tied to mental illness and the disease of addiction. We are proof that recovery does happen. Joy and laughter may be involved. This is the Recovery Hour with Lori Winfeld. Welcome to the Recovery Hour podcast. This is Lori Winfeld, your host, and holy bejesus, it's been a minute, hot freaking minute since I've been on the pod, and I'm so excited and a little nervous. I decided back in June of 2021 to take a little break. It is now the end of January of 2020. No, it's not. <laughs> It's now the end of December 2021, and I'm sitting here reflecting and thinking, holy shit, how did that go by so fast? I just took the last hour or so to figure out how it went by so fast and also to, again, reflect more so of what I'm doing, what I've been doing, what the heck is going on in my life and why I didn't make time to come back here once a week. I know that... When I made the decision, which was very difficult to pause on the recovery hour, I had to find someone to do the editing and show notes and and such. It takes a lot. I love the part of the podcast where I get to host and chit-chat with others and spread the good word of recovery. I just don't have the time to do all of the editing I have a lot of perfectionism. So actually sitting and listening to myself and to others over and over again, it just is not healthy. So I took a quick break. So I thought it wound up being a six-month break, which was so needed apparently. And I'm going to talk to you about that a little bit today, about what went down in 2021 for me, what I'm looking forward to in 2022, which is really difficult to say right now, just based on all of the shit that I just figured out about 2021. So that's what this is about today. I'm just welcoming back myself. (laughs) I'm working on lining up interviews for the next coming weeks for episodes that you've been patiently waiting for. Today, we're also dropping the Recovery Hour Rewind. And what that looks like is all of the shit that actually did go down for the Recovery Hour in 2021, which... By the way, if you didn't know, was freaking amazing. So we're going to republish, redrop, redistribute, what the freak you want to call it. Uh, we had Linda Parmar in January, who is a money coach. And that is just such a great time for us to go back to and revisit that episode so she can talk to you specifically about your spending. Also had spiritual psychologist and coach Beverly Sartain. Danielle Gregorich was here talking about her recovery and her book, Stroke of Sobriety. And guess what, peeps? She's got a book again, number two, that she pumped out in 2021. So excited for her. Chantel Ogden was a national recording artist. She still is, actually. And she was on the show. She did an amazing album of recovery. Can't wait for you to listen to that if you haven't already. Sarah Gray Perez is my girl on NYC. You cannot even believe her story of recovery. So please make sure you take a listen to that. We also have Kelsey Marrera. 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 Kelsey Marrera. Listen, 
I can't fucking say it. I tried. Morera. Just listen to the episode. It's really cool because she teaches me how to say her last name. I don't remember. And please, when I say this, don't forget, I still have... Okay. I'm in recovery from... It's not just drinking. I also have mental illness, peeps. So remember, some parts of my brain just don't work like they're supposed to. And my memory and speaking Hunko, because we're going to get to her too. And the Maria, I, I fucking, I mean, it just doesn't come out. So it is what it is. Love her face, Kelsey from Dope. Amazing product that she has and such, such a kind woman. My life changed dramatically for the better when in 2021, I was introduced to Clubhouse. Oh my God, was that not my favorite thing to do for so long? Then, you know, life. But I met some amazing people. I wound up hosting on the Sobriety Club every Wednesday night women's group, which was so fun with Kate. And I also met one of my new BFFs who changed my life when it came to Clubhouse and podcasting was Eden Sassoon. It was just so exciting to get to know her, become friends, the woman behind the name. We talked about, oh, a lot of stuff that she's up to and then also what she's experienced from her time on the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. So cool speaking with her. Of course, the one and only Kelly Fitzgerald Hunko. I hope I said her name right. She's such an amazing person. The Sober Senorita. We interviewed in May of 2020 for Mother's Day. And Kelly has such an amazing story of uh, hope and inspiration and resilience. And she's been through so much shit. And I just listened back to our episode and it's funny as fuck, just an FYI. I don't even know how we went from talking about her being shit-faced in Cancun prior to getting sober to her suffering and uh, dealing with miscarriage to having a baby to not wanting to have sex. I don't I don't know. We just did our thing and we had a great episode. So feel free to listen to that. And of course, I couldn't finish 2021 interviews without speaking to my buddy, Glenn Marsden, also a friend from Clubhouse who leads and created the mental health campaign, Imperfectly Perfect. After this episode, you're going to hear all those again. They're coming up. Recovery Hour Rewind look for it. If you haven't already subscribed, please do. What that does is automatically tells you when an episode is downloaded, uploaded, loaded. It's there and ready for you to listen to on whatever platform you listen to. I say that because I just pump this shit out. If for some reason you have a favorite platform and you can't find the recovery hour with Lori Winfeld, text me. Well, don't do that because you don't have my cell phone number. Email me. You can do that email me, hello at lauriewindfeldt.com and let me know. And I will make sure to get on whatever it is that your favorite platform is because I want you to listen. Okay. So what the freak was I up to in 2021? I felt like because I didn't do a lot with the podcast that I wasn't very busy. And holy shit, that's not true. 2021. What went down in 2021? Let me tell you. First of all, if you don't know, now you know. I am a mother. Three children, two were um, from my loins. One is a bonus daughter who this year in 2021 graduated high school, started college, moved into the dorms. She is amazing. Her name is Katie. 
We had her graduation party hosted at our house. So that was a lot of work. And of course, glad to do so. We had, um, what did she have also? Oh, she had prom and we chaperoned prom in May, which was amazing to see her and her sweet boyfriend and friends. We had the year of COVID. I know if you're a parent or, well, shit, all of us are, are obviously dealing with the uh, either protecting, not protecting, what have you with COVID, wherever you are on that side of the street. I don't fucking care. Just like, let's take care of each other. School was in and out. Like our kids were just randomly. So I dealt with that a lot in 2021. Like who's excluded? My daughter who started 2021 in second grade, who is now in third grade, a lot of the times if someone in her class was suspected to have COVID, they had to exclude from their classrooms. So they wound up being home for 10 days. Like who has time for that? Not to mention, I then have a high school student as well. My son, who is uh, started 2021 in ninth grade with distance learning and every other week on campus, which was crazy town. And then uh, he's now a sophomore, which very much more consistent with going to school, which is great. And then also they started playing sports again. So we had the high school student in golf and decided this year he wanted to play soccer. So we went through that. Then we had the third grader who turned eight this year, ginormous overnight birthday party that my BFF decided uh, we should make tents. And they had these beautiful things. I don't know. Fuck. Everybody in Reno now is renting them. Like there's a, a company that's like little pup tents or something. But my, my BFF, Heather, decided... Why don't we make tents for Maddie and her friends? So we did. I'm going to throw some pictures online so you can see what the hell I'm talking about because it was insanity and so wonderful and such great memories. But again, I mean, we're fucking busy, right? Uh, got the COVID vaccine in April. So excited. Did an amazing intimacy workout. Not workout. I mean, I do intimacy workouts here and there, you know. Mm -hmm. um, but I did an intimacy workshop with my good friends, Cindy Roberts and Rebecca here from Reno and also in Denver. That went really well. And we were just so excited to do that together. I had a couple of groups that I coached earlier in the year, which was so fun. We went on so many trips this year, how that was possible with COVID and why I have no freaking clue, but I counted and it's like over 10 trips that I actually on an airplane. And then of course, Lake Tahoe isn't very far from us here in Reno. And so we spent several weekends throughout the year up there as well. Wow. March, we were in uh, Vegas for spring break. And then uh, we went to San Diego in May for my birthday and for Mother's Day. I also went to Seattle on my own for a writing retreat. That was one of the things I decided that was going to be my focus for 2021 was finishing a book. I am writing. I am writing. So I've been writing a book. I was in an amazing course. I don't know how many fucking times I've said amazing so far, but just deal with it because it's all been amazing. I'm just exhausted. Um, I think it was in March. It was Ann Dowsett Jr. She's really not a junior. She's a Johnston, but I'll just keep calling her junior. Ann Dowsett Johnston, who wrote the book Drink, which by the way, is sitting in my purse slash briefcase for the last 18 months. Every single day, I've read five pages and I've reread pages one through five a hundred times. I can't fucking get with it because I AD. HD, ADD, 
I do not have clinically diagnosed either or, but I definitely have the ADHD, ADD. I don't fucking know, but I can't read. I mean, I can read the words, but I can't like, you know, focus. I can't fucking focus. So the book, okay. What was I talking about? Mm, Ann Dassett Jr. I keep calling her Jr. She's Johnston. Writing your recovery. She has this, I was going to fucking say amazing again. Writing your recovery, eight-week course, met so many other cool writers. I want to say I wrote half the book. Half of the book is written. So in May, I went to Seattle because I was like, I just finished this freaking course. I can't do shit around here because I have so much going on with the said children. And I haven't even gotten into my husband. So I have a loving husband as well and a puppy. So they're around and, you know, take up time, which is great. And I love it. And I'm so glad that I have the opportunity to be in a loving relationship with my dog and my husband. Again, it just takes up time. So I've been wondering where my time's gone. I'm I'm just telling you, here it is. Seattle writing retreat. I spent a couple of days on my own in Seattle, which was so cool. I also got to meet some She Recovers sisters in person, which I hadn't done before. So that was a real treat for me as well. I got a lot handled in the sense of writing what I was feeling. I had to put that on hold, which I'm not in love about, but we'll talk about it. Okay. So I did the thing. I did the Ann Dowsett Johnston. I went to Seattle. When I got back from Seattle, I was then in a new group with Anna David from Launchpad Publishing. She just re-released her book, Party Girl. And I got to meet her this year in person as well. Lovely person. Has this great group that I joined. And we essentially got together every day at 10 a.m. and wrote while staring at each other if we wanted to have our computers on, wanted to have our screens on. Made a lot of progress in the book between the start of it with with Anne's program and then continuing on with Anna. Again, life. So we had, um, like I said, prom with Katie. I live in Reno. I know I mentioned that. Sounds weird, but we have bears. (laughs) We have bears. They were not hibernating and came down into our our land <laughs> came to our land. So we had a couple things we had to deal with with them. Um, and like I said, like Tahoe, a few trips up there for the you know long weekends with the kids and such. I had an amazing time in Las Vegas in June with my BFF, Heather, and her husband. I am weirdly attracted to Polly D from what is that show? Oh, the Jersey Shore back in the day when that first came out and I was big time drinker. I would watch that show, The Jersey Shore, and it just made me feel like at home. I'm originally from New York, Staten Island, and that's mm, pretty similar to the Jersey peeps. And it just made me feel like I was at home. And it was the drama and chaos I needed to deal with because it wasn't in my real life at the time, of course, until I got shit-faced. So anyhow, I had a little connection, I guess, with him because his name is Paul. And that was my brother's name who passed away. Uh, He was just a super cool kid on the show. And yeah, I don't know. So I wanted to go see him. He was in Las Vegas. So we went, we went, hung out, had a great time. We also bought some land in Reno at this really bougie place to build a house. And I spent a lot of time this year 
working with an architect and my husband to design a custom home, which has been a dream and quite the process. And something I forget that I'm working on almost on a daily basis. Katie graduated high school in the middle of the year. We had a beautiful graduation party for her at our home. And like anything with co-parenting, we have like 17 families basically, right? So Katie has her dad's side of the family, her mom's side of the family, her stepmom's side of the family, her stepdad's side of the family, and friends. So we have a lot of people. So we had a lot of people at the house. It was great to celebrate her and so proud of her and her accomplishments. And then, of course, we celebrated Father's Day in June as well up in Lake Tahoe and went to the Celebrity Golf Tournament, which is so cool. It's an event that they have up there. July, I decided I was going to do the damn thing and get the book finished, written. I worked with Anna David where we decided we were going to put together some really cool social media posts where we would get together on FaceTime Live or Instagram Live and talk about weekly how I was following her book, Write and Launch Your Book in a Year. Well, my friends, that didn't happen. You see, because as I was starting that off (laughs) and we were negotiating, working together to publish the book that I'm so excited uh, to finish at some point in my life, we had a little hiccup with my husband and his career. I cannot get into any details about that. But what I will tell you is towards the end of the summer in 2021, my husband stopped working at the place he worked at for 26 years. Literally walked in to the same business for 26 plus years. And one day that stopped. His story to tell, details I can't discuss at this time. But I will say this, if you can imagine in any sort of relationship and any sort of daily interaction, consistency, just imagine doing something, seeing people, being responsible for the same sort of things, develop and growing helping for 26 plus years. He started at the place of employment when he was in college, basically answering telephones. He left the organization as the COO. It's still mind-blowing that he's not there. It was unfortunately not expected. So it turned our world upside down. And frankly, it still is. At that time in August, I had to just stop life. That's all. Wake up, make sure he's alive, make sure the kids are alive, make sure we're fed, cleaned. Oh, and the puppy too, he's around. And figure out WTF. I don't know why I said WTF. I meant what the fuck. Maybe because I talk to my cell phone when I want to text somebody. And so it says WTF. That's just easier because when I try to say fuck on my cell phone, it actually turns into duck. And then I scream at it and we get into a big fight and then I'm yelling at my phone in the car. And it's stupid. Anyhow, what the fuck in August, life's turned upside down. Everything had to halt. And that's what we did. We regrouped. We focused. We had each other's back. We spent a lot of time being vulnerable and emotional in what our family was going to do, what our needs were and immediate needs, 
future needs and such. So as you can imagine, the whole house going on with the design of the architect. Okay, let's just take a fucking slow down on that, right? Um, the kids, we got one in college now. <laughs> she ain't paying for that herself. Well, actually, maybe she is. No, fuck, she's not. Uh, we saved money. But, you know, kids cost money. And then the, the other kids in the private Catholic school, because that's great for him to be there. Anyway, that none of that fucking matters. I don't know why I'm going on about that, except for the fact that we have shit to pay for. We also have lots of assets. I'm going on about nothing. I can't keep talking about this. Point of the story is, life's turned upside down. Something we didn't expect to happen happened. And, and there we were. Again, everything put on hold. Family first. And by that, I mean the family I have chosen, which is my husband and my three children. So we did a lot of shit. Like, what are we going to do kind of stuff? Like I said, okay, blah, blah, blah. enough about that. So that was in August. That was a lot of shit. Forgot like, hey, by the way, in June, oh my gosh, this was so exciting. I totally forgot to say anything about this now that I'm talking about work. And it was sort of a godsend. Uh, I was able to secure a contract with She Recovers Foundation. This is an organization that if you've listened to this podcast before, you know, I am in love with, have serviced as a volunteer for fucking ever. I don't even know how long and uh, became a coach. The only reason I came a coach ever, a recovery coach is because I wanted to hold She Recovers Sharing Circles in Reno, Nevada. And the founder, co-founder, Dawn Nickel and her daughter, Taryn, were all for it. But they're like, you could only do that if you were a coach. And I'm like, great, let's do it. And they're like, yeah, I don't have time for that. And but listen, this was uh, 2017, 2017, 2018. I don't know, around then. There were so many things going on and these wonderful women were just saving lives left and right and had way too many of us that wanted to participate, but couldn't, you know, how do you facilitate that? So I, I waited my turn. Basically I volunteered for a few years and there was an opportunity for me to start working with the organization and I took it and I'm so excited and so proud and so happy. And I manifested the fuck out of that. That is full show. Um, yeah. So June, I started working with She Recovers. So again, at that point, it was like, who has time to really do a ton of shit on the other side? So I didn't have a lot of time for writing with the book that was put on pause. And by this time, I had realized with the podcast, I was interviewing, but I didn't have time to actually do the editing and producing of because... I was working with the kiddos and the hubs and the dog and the three freaking schools and then summer break and where's everybody going to go and what is everybody going to do and blah, blah, blah. Oh, and then the, the house thing. So August was the spiel with the hubs. We dealt with what we could. Like I said, we're still dealing with. Katie went to college for the first time. So freaking excited. She's in the dorms at University of Nevada here in town. So we still get to see her. She's going to her parents, her mom and dad alma mater, uh, the University of Nevada, Reno, which is so exciting to see her uh, blossom into such a lovely young woman. Also last year, as in this year, 2021, my husband turned 50. He's going to shit himself when I... He's not going to listen to this. He might. I don't know. Anyway, it's no secret. I don't know why I'm being weird about it. He's fucking 50 and he's so hot. He's so funny too. He's like, oh my God, I'm so old. I'm like, stop it. No, you're not. And by the way, the older you get, the older I get. So it is what it is. I mean, I am younger than him and I always will be. 
He was in college when I was like in high school still. I don't even know. I don't know why I'm saying any of this. Uh, This is just who I am. Point to this story, another very large planning time suck for 2021 was this beautiful trip that we went on with my hubs. BFFs. So he, as I said, went to the College of University of Nevada. He was in a, what do they call those? Oh, he was in a fraternity. I think there's five of them, five, five others. So there's six of them total guys that literally, I'm not fucking kidding you. They literally talk to each other daily more than I talk to my husband. It was concerning at first, but now I get it. They're so cute. However, they talk, they have a text string that I just, you know what, if we got our hands on would probably be a really good podcast, but I give them their privacy. He did not want to have a 50th surprise party. He And he knew I was going to be all up in it. I wanted to do something. And uh, he's like, no. I said, fine. You know I'm going to do something. So let's just figure it out. Well, prior to the whole career sitch, we decided we were going to all... We were going to go to Mexico. Let's just go get a really cool place to stay and bring the friends the boys, the fellas, and their wives and have an amazing vacation. So you know what? We did it. We went through with it. We planned our asses off for 2021. So in September for his birthday, we would have amazing time day in and day out. And that's exactly what we did. So it was a great break from the news that we received uh, earlier in August. What else happened? Oh my gosh. The kids, like I said, so cheer started around that time golf, both uh, Cole, my middle, my son, and then um, Madison, the youngest, were doing golf here in town. Madison cheering with the University of Nevada as a, they have a program called Perform with the Pack, and they work with littles. So she's been doing that since she was three, which is insanity because she's now eight. So cool. And they went back to school in August. So Cole started... 10th grade. Dang, he turned 15 this year. Madison started third grade. And like I said, Katie in college. So we had a lot of that going on, just, you know, managing kids in school. September is also recovery month, national recovery month, which is a super important time of the year for me. Since I became sober and started understanding what recovery is, was, can be. I was so excited about an actual month for people to celebrate. And as I was starting my journey in sobriety and in recovery, I realized obviously it was so much more than sobriety. And that's what I love about starting the Recovery Hour podcast is I don't want to just talk about the fact that I don't drink or we don't drink or so-and-so is not using any longer but there's a root cause, there's internal issues that there's trauma, there's shit that we're all dealing with. And so what I love about September is recognizing those who are in recovery, who are thriving, who are living a life that they're proud of, that they're excited about, and that we can openly talk about being in recovery without it being shameful. And that's our job. I mean, for some of us, that's just what we were put on earth for. And that's what we do day in, day out. And that's why I'm here. So I'm excited about September and it being National Recovery Month. With that, I love to celebrate. So a few years ago, I believe it was 2019, 
I created a nonprofit organization called the Dry Society Social Club. And that was an idea that I had that I put into fruition because I really wanted to have a place that I could go and feel safe and feel like I got to choose what I wanted to do and to be comfortable and frankly, to have authentic conversation and to give people an opportunity to authentically spend their money. And what I mean by that is donations. So we go to a lot of a lot of fundraisers locally. And a lot of the times we go immediately, there's two things that drive me bonkers about it. One, as soon as we turn as soon as we turn the corner from registration, here's a glass of champagne. Here's a glass of wine. Here's a little I'm like over that. Stop feeding me alcohol. Secondly is the silent auction, the regular auction, the donations. So we have you here. We have you liquored up. Now spend your money. Now, listen, I've been in marketing and fundraising for... I can't tell you. It's been a long time. I get it. I mean, it's the you know golf course convo where you, we're going to do a you know, sign the contract after we've had a day of drinking and that sort of thing. And I just, sometimes it just feels dirty, right? Like, let's just get to a place where if you actually love and believe in and feel strongly about and want to support this organization, can you make that decision when you're not impaired? And I just started thinking about that probably because when I was shit-faced as I could be, I bought a freaking dog eons ago. By the way, love this one. I was at a fundraiser for our local organization that houses women with substance use problems. It's inpatient. Yeah. So they're having their annual fundraiser, have beautiful women that have experienced drug use, in recovery, getting their children back, living a life sober. And we're all there sitting, chugging on wine, spending money. I don't love the idea of it, but it is what it is. And because of that event, <laughs> I bought a dog eons ago, gave him to the babysitter because who could have had a baby? I, oh, who could have had a dog with a baby? So I was, Madison was like three, four months old. So this is how long ago that was. Anyhow, those type of events just really caused me some grief. And I just wanted to be able to go to a place and have others be able to go to the place to be in an environment where it was still fun and fancy and us be able to experience that without alcohol being around. And guess what? I did it. So in 2019, the nonprofit organization Dry Society Social Club was created. We had an amazing, of course, everything's amazing because that's the only word I can figure out when I'm speaking. We had a jolly old time. It was beautiful. 2019, 2020, we had to cancel because of COVID and 2021 was beautiful. We just finished that up in September and I have a little perfectionism in me. I have a little workaholism in me. I have a lot of both and something I'm working on that was a heavy load for me in 2021 was to take on the responsibility of pretty much all of the planning for the gala that was in Reno in 2021 in September for recovery month. So we had, you know, proclamations that I asked to get drafted from the city and from Washoe County. We had guest speakers coming in from uh, the East Coast. We had book signing our girl Anna coming in from 
LA. We had Crisp with Sands Bar coming in from Austin. We had all of our local amazing, <laughs> amazing. We had all of our local recovery peeps that in recovery, looking to be in recovery, support recovery, work in recovery. We had awards. We had catering. I mean, it was just perfection. It was perfectly imperfect. It was imperfectly perfect, whatever you want to call it. It was great. It was exhausting. And um, I really outdid myself in the sense of overdoing it is what I meant. I broke a tooth that month as well. So I had some dental work. That was a situation. And with all things recovery, the amazing mobilized recovery event happened in Las Vegas. And I couldn't imagine not being there. So I also participated in that. And that was another one of my travels. So in September, Las Vegas, right after the gala here in Reno, I flew down to Las Vegas for a few days, had such a great time. I learned so much about grassroots efforts to really make changes when it comes to legislation and such in the US for people in recovery. We had some speakers that uh, Ryan Hampton put together this this uh, event and was just phenomenal. It was really life-changing in the sense that I understood there were certain things I wasn't doing as a recovery advocate that I 100% need to put some time and effort into in order to truly make a change. And so that was it, why I say it was life-changing. I also got to spend some quality time with my now business partner, Michelle Smith from The Recovery is the New Black, and we will have more information on what that means. So that's a little teaser for you. We were meant to be together. When you talk about soulmates, you know, I think a lot of us think of our relationship with who we're going to live with and love and have children with and whatever that looks like. And uh, Michelle and I definitely were and are so aligned with our hearts and our minds and the change that we want to continue to make in the recovery space. So we are partnering up together. So there are some new things coming in 2022. And that's all I'm telling you about that. Okay. I talked about She Recovers and how excited I am that I was able to contract with them and work on a project full-time essentially through the next year. And one of the things becoming a team member with that group besides the the lineup, that team that is considered She Recovers Foundation headquarters, it's mind-blowing. It's a dream team. And I just feel so fortunate to be able to work with these women day in and day out. One of the things I was looking forward to as a member of the organization, as a community member, was to spend time at a retreat in Sedona, Arizona. Unfortunately, because of COVID, there were and some personal decisions made with some of the staff for the retreats. I had to fill in since I was already going. And I say I had to. I didn't have to. I offered to. I was already going to be there. And one of the facilitators was not going to make it. I offered, she recovers, to co-facilitate the program, which by the way, was always on my bucket list of things to do. I hadn't even thought about approaching it the first year I started working with the group. I just, you know, it, it was it was out there. Anyhow, it worked out. It wound up. I co-facilitated the second week of She Recovers in Sedona retreat with Peyton Kennedy. Dream team, dream come true, amaze balls. 
And who the hell sent me there? First of all, first of all, I can't fucking believe I signed up. I hear Sedona. I'm thinking like, you know, thread count sheets, soft, smooth, marble floors, fancy soap. No, bitches. That's not where the fuck we were. I'm talking scorpions, tarantulas. I wanted to say voodoo dolls. But they didn't have those, but something similar. What am I thinking? Oh, the vortexes. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know. Look it up. Vortex. Uh, angels. UFOs. They literally were talking about a landing pad at some point. And I thought, oh, that's really cool. They have like people come in with their helicopters. No, bitch. They were not talking about motherfucking helicopter landing pads. No. Mm-mm. They were talking about UFO landing pads. I told Peyton, I'm saying, girl, I have to tell you that it, uh, uh, I would have been, I would have left if I would. And not because of She Recovers, okay? This is not a bash of She Recovers retreat by any means, but I'm not the hoo-hoo, woo-woo bullshit. Like, no, no, no. Dirt, scorpions, tarantulas. There was a really cool cat. And so, you know, we made friends. And I think the cat was the reincarnated guy who owned the place that died prior to us going there. So, I mean, it was just a whole lot of shit, peeps. So that fucking happened. Again, amazing. And I'm so glad I experienced it. And I met so many beautiful women on that retreat and also life-changing. But I will never, ever, ever, ever sign up for a freaking retreat before I look at the accommodations. That's it. Call me crazy. That trip was uh, great. Like I said, got into Phoenix and they motherfucking canceled my flight. Yeah. You know, when that all that shit went down... I. I don't know how many of them. It was like the first time that they canceled like a thousand flights across the country. I literally just was like, I got a text at three in the morning. By the way, you're not going home. So I got stuck in Phoenix after the Sedona retreat. And that was fine because I was able to spend some time, but I just wanted to be home. You know, like I just wanted to be home. It was a lot. Did that. That was October. Oh my gosh, you guys, I can't even believe like how much shit there was. Uh, Halloween, of course, in October. One of my other best friends, Rochelle, her high school daughter was nominated for a homecoming queen. And so we uh, experienced that, which was so fun. Cole, my son, actually went to homecoming for his school. So it was cool getting him ready for that. The damn bear came around again. We had to deal with him. And then it was my anniversary with my hubs. And so we are nine years married happily, by the way. Love it. No seven-year itch. I still like him. That's cool. And then in November, we went to Vegas again. We just, you know, why not? There was some business going on down there. So I took a little trip with Ty and spent some time there with a friend that also does business in Las Vegas. And what else happened in November? BFF Heather Reimer was on the CNN. Oh my gosh. Can you imagine? She has a beautiful organization called Each One Tell One. And it is a grassroots effort to educate women and men about dense breast tissue and what that means for anyone with breasts and how to get the proper screenings. So she created this really cool years ago nonprofit. Within that nonprofit, she created a program called Breast Cancer to Bikini, which is a beautiful journey for women to take. I offer you the website, eachonetellone.org, to go look up more information about that and the Breast Cancer to Bikini program. With that, she was nudged by a reporter at CNN to tell a story about her. Of course, 
being the friend that I am was like, I will be your chauffeur. (laughs) I knew she would be nervous. She's not the in front of the camera gal. She likes to just like big ideas and let's just get shit done and let's go do it, but does not like the attention or the camera or that sort of thing. So I knew she'd be nervous. I thought I'd offer my service and it was wonderful. It was a great day for us to spend together. And then of course the excitement. We also spent a lot of time together in November because we traveled to Nashville to spend a few days with my BFF's daughter. Her name is Savannah. She turned 22 this year, didn't get to turn 21. Well, she got to turn 21, but she didn't get the party that she wanted, you know, when she turned 21. She wanted to go to Nashville. So mom said, we're going to Nashville. Holy shit. We went to Nashville. That was a shit show. Right from Nashville, we then flew to Denver because she lives, the daughter, Savannah, lives in Fort Collins. And then we went there to spend Thanksgiving with Savannah and to watch her cheerlead for the college that she attends as her last, it was like her senior night for football. So a lot going on, a freaking lot. I mean, that was just November. (laughs) So I love that I was able to go through this exercise. I'm glad I got to share it with you. Like what the fuck have I been doing? And why didn't I do more than 13 episodes on the podcast? Well, guess what? I can't believe that I did 13 episodes. I can't believe how great they were. I cannot believe how amazing, amazing. And I have two lost episodes. Just so you know, I say lost. They exist. They do. They're here somewhere on a file. Wes from Clean Cause. We did a great, we had a great, great talk. His life has changed so much between now and then. He'd probably shit himself if he heard the recording. I don't know where it is right now. So that's cool. Uh, And then what else? And then this, you know, December has just been, gosh, December. Y'all know what that means, right? kids are on break right now. One of them is on break for four weeks. One of them is on break for three weeks. The other is on break for two weeks. Mm -hmm, That's fun. And we just did a really cool marathon of meetings for She Recovers. I don't know if you listen. She Recovers does women's recovery support meetings for free, guided by, facilitated by volunteer trauma-informed coaches twice a day. You heard me twice a day, women's groups via Zoom, hosted by trauma-informed coaches voluntarily for free twice a day, 9 a.m., 5 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. If you're ever interested, hop on, go to sherecovers.org, look for She Recovers Together, sign up for the newsletter. It will tell you it's the same Zoom link each time and it's great support. So there you have it. There's my 2021. I don't fucking know what's going on in 22. I'm telling you what, I haven't picked my word, which I have to do. Like it's a, it's, I want, I don't want to say it's a requirement, but it's, but it's due. It's like a project we have at the She Recovers. Um, Susan, our executive director, when we get together next week, maybe it's the week after, I don't know. We have a, like a team meeting. We're going to go over the, the, the words and I'm not ready for that yet. Um, and I'm really going to try to pump this book out. <laughs> I know there are some of you that um, have been asking me for it consistently, and I love you for that. I like the encouragement that I get from my friends to finish this, and it's been very therapeutic, so I appreciate it. And I'm going to get it done. And like I said, Michelle Smith and I have something really fun and exciting coming up for 
the new year as well as she recovers. Chapters will be all over the US and internationally. We're hoping COVID, gosh, you know, it's just, it's so sad to keep saying like, we're hoping it goes away because we want to love our lives. So many people have been affected by it and it's, it's so sad. Hopefully we can get back to meeting in person and having the opportunity to do that safely where people feel that they are not going to contract any sort of illnesses. So here's to 2022 and hoping health and hoping safety, maybe a little bit of rest and exciting stuff. And I think, again, maybe a good exercise. I didn't want to do any exercises on this episode, but you know what? It took me a minute but I went through and decided to figure out what exactly happened this past year because I was having a hard time remembering. I was really focusing on what I didn't do, which is two things. I was really focusing on two things. I didn't finish a book and I didn't come back to the podcast after the three-month break. I just spent an hour explaining and explaining. See, I shouldn't have to explain myself. I just spent an hour discussing the winds, discussing the mountains, <laughs> discussing the opportunities that my family and I have experienced in 2021. And not all of it was amazing, but it definitely was eye-opening for us to be able to really connect in a way that we haven't in a long time. And I just wish that for everyone to have their people or a person or organization, your own group, your own, you know what I'm saying, soul sister, soul brother, friend, support that can help get through shit. And here's 2022. All right. That's it. I'm done talking. I love all your faces. I'm so excited to be back. This microphone has just been... I've been dragging it back and forth from home to work, just assuming that we'll, we'll get to talk. But today was the day. I'm so glad. Back on air. The Recovery Hour with Lori Winfelt. We're going to be dropping some new episodes soon, but definitely catch up. Hit the Recovery Hour Rewind. Tell me what you think. Like, subscribe, and please, if you enjoy the Recovery Hour podcast, feel free. And I would really appreciate if you left a review. It's helpful. It really is. Okay. That's it. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Recovery Hour podcast. Successful podcasts equal subscribers and good ratings. Please take a few minutes to rate, review, and subscribe. To learn more about me, your host, Lori Windfeld, jump on over to therecoveryhour.com. Here you'll find information on my coaching and speaking practices, as well as information on guests of the show. If you're still listening to this and you haven't subscribed to my mom yet, what are you doing? You're lame. So go do it right now. All right, all right. Calm down. Sorry about that. He's just really excited for this to be successful since I've been spending all of my free time on this project and not with him. While you aren't lame, as my son suggests, I would really appreciate a few minutes of your time to subscribe. While it doesn't seem like much, it really does help my goal in spreading the word of recovery. Until next time, let's continue to inspire, live, and give.